Missions Coordinator Brooke Jackson and Adult Ministry Director Robin White interview their third and final international missionary in this episode of the Asbury Beeham Podcast. Will and his wife Yolanda founded CRMP, the Costa Rica Mission Projects in San Isidro, Costa Rica. Asbury has been sending mission groups to work at CRMP and supporting Will's ministry for over 10 years. Hey, hi Will. Welcome to the podcast. We're so excited to have you join us today all the way from Costa Rica. Thank you. Thank you. It's my pleasure. I'm excited to, to be here with you guys or to be there with you guys or wherever we are. Yes. <laughs> so good. So we wanted to see if you would start by just telling us a little bit about yourself and about your ministry. Sure. Um, uh, my name is Will Bailey, and I'm the executive director of Acts 1-8 Missions, uh, also known as Costa Rica Mission Projects. I'm originally from Eastern North Carolina and uh, grew up in a church that has had a commitment to uh, missions in Costa Rica for 35 years. And so I just, I grew up in it, in the church, um, started having opportunities to come to Costa Rica on mission trips from a very young age and just over time first fell in love with it and then um, realized while I was in seminary that God was calling me to a ministry here in Costa Rica full-time. So in 2003, when I graduated from seminary, I uh, moved to Costa Rica two days later. And my wife, who's from Costa Rica, um, she and I got married uh, about two months after I got here. We had met uh, previously. Um, and um, I spent a summer here before my last year of seminary with a pastor and his family. And working in the local church. And that was when Yolanda and I met and, and we knew by the end of that summer, we were going to get married. And um, by that time I had been invited by the Bishop of the Methodist church of Costa Rica to come and, and work alongside the churches here. So uh, we, I guess we formally started uh, working as a ministry in May of 2003. So we just had our, our 19 year anniversary. Wow. Um, awesome. Yeah. Um, we had no idea what we were getting ourselves into um, and never could have imagined all those years ago that today we would be doing the things that we're doing. But we're just so thankful that the vision that, that God has for this ministry is so much bigger than anything we can we can imagine. Um, so we started out just really focused on on construction work and making sure the local churches here have the facilities that they need to to be local churches. And that has grown into uh, now we have a daycare center that, that we run where we have 20 children from low, no income families who come here five days a week and we get them prepared to enter the school system. They're all three to six years old. So by the time they start first grade, they graduate out of our program and, and into the schools. It's kind of like kind of like a head start program in the U.S. Um, we've got a, a home that is here at our Missions and Ministries Center, which is where your volunteer team will be staying and working next week. And um, we offer that home to young women who want to go to university here in San Isidro, but don't have the, the resources to, to pay for everything. Uh, you know, college is expensive everywhere. And so we're able to provide room and board for them. We've got four young women who live in the house right now and are pursuing higher education. So we're able to just walk alongside them through that process. And Yolanda especially spends a lot of time with them, devotional time, and, and just um, 
making sure that they know that there's there's somebody who's who's here for them and supporting them you know as they go through all of that and we have a counseling program that we really really got going about nine months ago we have a psychologist who is here at the missions and ministry center four days a week and um, we've got people you know, families that are in crisis people dealing with depression anxiety grief all kinds of things um, so they will split their time between um, Priscilla, our psychologist, and Yolanda, my wife, um, who is there for just spiritual support and prayer support. And so she's in the office a couple of days a week just praying with people. And it's just, it's been amazing um, to see how, how quickly that's grown. We're scheduling people a month in advance now for the, wow. for the counseling program. So um, I, I feel like that's going to become one of the biggest and most important things that we do as a ministry is is being present in the community in that way and providing that kind of mental health support um, for people that that need it so um, some of the jobs that your team is going to be doing next week actually is helping us with we've done an expansion to the building where the the counseling center is Uh, we added a second story and um, we're just kind of sprucing things up a little bit so it's a more welcoming space for the people who are coming to be part of that program uh, so that some of your team will be able to help us with the last little finishing touches of that process. In addition to the other work that we'll have going on. Um, that's us in a nutshell. It's kind of a big nutshell. But. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty big. There's a lot going on there. So awesome. That's great. Um, I eventually would love to talk to you more about, uh, or even just talk with Yolanda about what she's doing. I'm a spiritual director here, uh, in the Birmingham community, and I love that spiritual practice. And there are so many people who just need that time and that safe space to talk about their spiritual life. Yeah, absolutely. And and we're, I mean, we we're looking for all the the connections and and support that we can find, um, you know, for the program in general, but also for her specifically, um, because it's uh, to be honest with you, it's not something that she has training for she just has these amazing natural spiritual gifts that I don't I'm not even in the same universe and (laughs) and she's just always been so good at this and so um it's been you know it's a learning process um for her and the what we've named this program is listening with love because that's the main thing is that we want people to just know that that somewhere they can come and be listened to Um, we may not have all the answers um and you know, we know that a lot of these issues aren't aren't issues that are going to be you know fixed, quote unquote, in a hurry. But at least they know that here there's someone who will listen to them and not judge them and just be present with them. So yeah, and that goes. We'd a love long for way. you to have that. Sorry. That goes a long way. Just being present for that person and just listening to them. And like you said, you may not have all the answers, and you're probably not, and you're not going to be able to necessarily fix their their issues. But just listening to them provides them. Uh, with that love and support that they need. That's awesome. Yeah, I would love to talk to her one day about that. Sure. We're going to be in Birmingham uh, for a long weekend in November, so maybe we can figure out a <gasps> time awesome. for you guys to sit down together. Yeah, I, w- I would love that. Absolutely. Yes. Send me the dates. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Great. Yeah, and as you just mentioned, uh, at the time that we're recording this podcast, we have a group of people from Asbury who will be traveling to your center to the uh, to the mission center there um, just in a couple of days. As a matter of fact, two days away from now. Exciting. Yes, and Brooke <laughs> is one of them. Brooke gets to go. It's true. We're very excited. 36 of us. 
36 so. people from Asbury yes. will be there with you soon, Will. So um, I'm excited and I'm sorry. <laughs> Get ready, Will. Get ready. <laughs> They're a wild group. We're coming. Well, so the, the, there's that's all good news to us. Um, you know, after two years of really not having any volunteers be able to come down and work with us, we're just, we are are loving the fact that there are teams that are coming down again and that we get to spend this time together. So that's fantastic. Um, and 35 may sound like a big group, but we can handle it. Um, <laughs> usually in the summer times, we'll have two or three teams here each week all summer long, which means we'll have as many as 70 volunteers here wow. at a time. So um, 35 is, it's, it's super manageable. Manageable. That's We're going to have a great time. <laughs> so good. So will you share a testimony with us just about your time in Costa Rica and your ministry specifically? Oh my gosh, out of 19 years, one testimony. Um, well, I mean, just most recently, and you're probably going to pick up on this, but we're just really, we're so thankful of that God has placed this, this ministry, uh, this counseling um, program kind of in, in our midst. Um, but you know, when there are a lot of things that over the last 19 years, we've said yes to, and we've done it confidently and felt like it was, it was the Holy spirit that was guiding us along. And, and I think most of the time, um, it's, you know, we've been proven right, but for a program like this, it's, it's kind of new territory for us. And when, after just the first few weeks you know, you have someone say, I got here just in time. I mean, that's, that's the real deal. You know, I mean, I know the construction work that we do is important. I know the buildings that we've built in local churches are important. I know that people's lives have been changed in those classrooms. Children have met Jesus in those Sunday school classrooms. People's lives have been changed in the sanctuaries. And, but, but we're not usually there to see it because we've moved along to whatever the next project is. And with the Missions and Ministry Center, you know, we made a commitment to this particular community to, to be here. And so to be getting that kind of feedback from people, um, to have someone say, you know, I've been grieving the loss of a loved one for months all alone. And finally, I feel like there's someone who is grieving with me. I mean, that's just, I'm just so thankful that we can be that for somebody. Um, and, and yeah, like we said earlier, just, just walk with them through those processes. Um, and hopefully, uh, you know, they know who we are. They know what we're about and, and what this ministry is about. And so I hope that when they feel loved here, what they are feeling is Jesus loving them here um, through, through the people who are sitting and listening to them. I love the story of Jesus and the Samaritan woman um, at Jacob as well. I mean, to me, that's just the quintessential, quintessential missions moment in the Bible. And if if we can be Jesus sitting at the well, listening to people talk, then and and their lives can be changed by that. Then praise God. Yeah, absolutely. That's actually one of my all-time favorite Bible stories, and to think about how she felt as she was walking to that well. And then to think about how she felt when she left mm. the well and, uh, and what a, what a difference um, that, that Jesus was able to make in her life. 
in those few moments of just spending some time with her. It's very powerful. You're doing amazing work there. (laughs) Thank you. Getting back to your question, you know, also I think about all the young people that have come through this ministry over the years. And I know people who are in ministry now who Costa Rica Mission Projects was a part of their discernment process. Um, I know people who are seminary students right now who this was part of that process. And of course, we don't take credit for any of it, but just being a part of their story is wonderful. And I know, I mean, who knows how many college entrance essays have been written by students who, you know, they're writing about their experiences in Costa Rica on mission trips. And I wish there was a way, I kind of wish there was a way to compile all of those together and read them. I also sometimes think, eh, probably better not to. <laughs> but, um, but I mean, you know, when we get when we get that kind of feedback from young people or from their parents saying, you, know, you have no idea what this meant to our child or to our family. Um, you know, we've had families that have come down here together. I love the fact that the Asbury trip is an intergenerational family mission trip because we've gotten emails from people saying, hey, we just want to let you know that after the mission trip to Costa Rica, we decided as a family that we would change the way that we spend time and spend money and in making like serious lifestyle changes because of the an experience they had in the mission field. That's that's pretty that's pretty heavy. Um, so we're thankful for, for all of that feedback that we give. Yeah, and I wasn't really planning on this, but I, I guess I kind of have a testimony uh, kind of for this. If I could share just real quickly, I have a son that has been several times with Asbury, probably three or four times now, and we were moving last year, and so we were cleaning out our basement, and I found these really gross tennis shoes, really disgusting. I mean, falling apart, uh, mud, paint, um, toe sticking out through, through the shoes, and so I put them in the garbage pile. And Carson, my, my son, said, what are you doing? You can't throw those shoes away. And I said, but they're gross. They stink. They're smelly. They're disgusting. And he said, no, Mom, those are my Costa Rica shoes. I wear those to Costa Rica. And he said, I have all the times that I've been, I've worn those same shoes. Those shoes have been all over Costa Rica. All that paint was from places that I've painted. And they've all been to places where I've met people in those shoes. You can't throw those shoes away. So that was just a really powerful moment, even for me as a mom, to get to hear that from him, that those shoes were a reminder to him of where all he's been and how he's been transformed by being there with you guys. That's awesome. Yeah. So you are making a huge impact, and, and you probably don't get the feedback often from all of these stories, but, but just know that, that, that people are, are being transformed because of your work there. Yeah, no, that's great to hear. Very powerful. So good. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to hear the stories from the team that oh, comes goodness. back. I know. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. We're just really excited. So I guess in closing, how can we support you? How can we continue to support you? And how can we pray for you guys? Well, can I just jump back just for a second to what we were just talking about? Because for sure. what what that story makes me think about is how blessed we've been as a ministry to connect with churches like Asbury who have made a long-term commitment of, of mission partnership with us so that you have these young people who have been here year after year after year as they're growing up 
and and we've watched them grow up and um, have have been a part of that formation. You know, there are some churches whose vision for foreign missions is to go somewhere different every year because they want their their church members to see the church in as many different contexts as they can. And and I can understand and see the value in that. Um, we and there's other churches that do sort of a, a a local, then domestic, then international kind of rotation. So maybe we'll see them once every three or four years. But the churches that that are are able to come and and be in ministry with us every year, it's just a different kind of relationship, um, and um, it it allows us to project forward as a ministry into the community and make commitments to things long-term because we know that you guys and, and these other churches that are partners of ours are going to be a part of it. So um, we just, we love that part of these missional relationships is that it's not just a one-off kind of thing. We're not a, a you know, just a, a Christian travel agency in Costa Rica that, you know, cycle th- people through here. Um, it's about us being the church together over a long period of time and, and seeing what God can do with that. So um, anyway, I just wanted to to point that out. Um, that's what I hear when I hear a story like that of, you know, a kid whose shoes have gross stuff from, you know, accumulated from years of mission trips to Costa Rica. I mean, that's awesome. Like just the, the layers of that represent all of these different experiences but it's because it wasn't just a one-time thing it was it was it accumulated into something really important for him Um, so we we love that the layers Um, of growth accumulated into the layers of growth Mm. sure yeah Yeah. (laughs) well i love also that you mentioned that too because do you remember how long has asbury partnered with you i'm not even sure myself it's been over 10 years. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm not sure how many of your listeners are aware of the fact that we also have taken, we brought a mission team of Costa Ricans to Birmingham and stayed at Asbury after the, the spring tornadoes that hit however many years ago that was in, in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. Um, we, we came and rebuilt a couple of houses with, I brought that it was 10 or 12 Costa Ricans and that was our mission trip was to Alabama. Wow, I have no idea. I don't remember that story. To me, it's just, it, it. it's such a right way to understand this relationship is that it's reciprocal. It's not just about you all doing all the giving and us doing all the receiving. It's about us being in the kind of relationship where everybody's needs are being met. And, and there was a time when you guys had some pretty serious needs at that moment, and we were able to come and be a part of that, which is... I mean, just think for a second about what that means for the Costa Ricans mm-hmm. that went with us, that all their lives have had these teams from the U.S. coming through here and being a part of their community and a part of the work that, that's going on here. But then for them to have the opportunity to go and in your moment of need, be helpful and useful to you all. I just think and so we've done that every year since Hurricane Katrina. Almost we've taken a mission trip from Costa Rica to the United States um, just to kind of drive that point. Um, so good. Yeah, that's binding. That's, that's beautiful. Huge. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how can we continue to support you, and how can we guy? How can we pray for you guys? Um. Well, I mean, if if you would 
continue to support us the way that you already are, we would we would absolutely love that. We love the relationship that we have with your church. We feel like we're a part of your church family, and and we we want to to remain so. Um, you guys, you know, you support us um, with funding for not just the teams that come, but also some some special things that we have going on from time to time that you're. Um, I can't remember the exact name of the committee right now, but it's sort of like a world outreach committee. What's that mm-hmm. called? Missions in Action. <laughs> That's the one. MIA. The Missions in. You have to understand, we deal with a lot of different churches, and they all call the same thing something, something different. different. Absolutely. So in your case, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're so grateful for the support that the Missions in Action Committee um, gives to us. And, and you also support our family. You guys are a part of our salary support base. Uh, you know, we don't charge the teams that come to work with us a fee for coming to work with us. The only thing that's in your budget when you come down here is your building materials and local labor and transportation and food and housing. That's it. Um, we rely on, on commitments from churches like Asbury's to, you know, for my family to be able to live here and, and to do this full time. So you guys really kind of, you can check all the boxes. We know that you pray for us and, and we hope you will continue to do that for Yolanda and I as, as kind of the heads of this ministry and, and the decisions that, that we make on a regular basis about the direction that this ministry is heading. Of course, right now for her in this role that she's playing in the, in the counseling um, program, um, I mean, it's a pretty, it's exhausting doing what she's doing on a daily basis and, hearing the things that she's hearing and supporting people, you know, on a, on a spiritual level is, uh, it's exhausting. So pray for her, please. Yeah, for, for absolutely. Them. Yeah. That, yeah. that is exhausting. I would love to, mm-hmm. to talk with her more about that and, and, uh, ways that she can provide herself with help with, uh, self-care throughout all of this. Yeah. Are you sure you can't come next week? <laughs> I so wish I could. We were just talking about this. <laughs> yeah, we actually just were. My my um my eighteen year old is is going and so we you know, he had his suitcase out last night and I was so jealous. It's like, oh, can yeah. I just pack my bags and go? Next time. Next time. Okay. <laughs> For sure. Well, thank you. Thank you, Will. We wanted to see if you would say a blessing to our listeners in Spanish. Sure. Dios Todopoderoso, te damos muchas gracias en este momento por el, el tiempo que nos has dado para hablar, charlar sobre cómo tú mueves en la vida de cada uno de nosotros y en nuestras iglesias. Eh, sabemos que todo el trabajo que hacemos, Señor, eres, eres tú que está moviendo todas las piezas. Y te damos gracias por el privilegio de haber sido llamado hijos tuyos. Te damos gracias por la visión que tú nos has dado para ser tus manos y tus pies en este mundo. Y nosotros te damos gracias por la iglesia de Asbury y el compromiso que ellos tienen con nosotros y con el trabajo que estamos realizando aquí en Costa Rica. Bendice al grupo que viene de otra semana en su viaje, su tiempo aquí y en su regreso a casa. En el nombre de Jesús. Amén. Amén. Thank you. Thank you. Did you get all that? No. I picked up I- like three words. Asbury. Uh, Asbury. <laughs> Got that one. <laughs> hey, yeah. Can you say uh, the phrase for us that's really popular there? What is it? Pura Vida. <gasps> Pura Vida. He said it way better. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's awesome. We're excited. Yeah, Will. that's Pura Vida is kind of the Costa Rican version of Aloha. Like it can it can mean anything. Hello, goodbye. How are you? I'm fine. It's really really versatile. So yeah, Pura Vida. 
Here for Here it. Like. Yes, that's awesome. <laughs> and, and one thing I forgot to ask you about, how's your daughter and how old is she now? She is um, wonderful. She's eight years old oh. and she is wide open. Um, uh, she's in second grade and is, is just is wonderful. <laughs> she's Aww. very energetic. So Yolanda and I are just tired all the time. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we prayed while Yolanda was pregnant. We prayed a lot that, that, you know, she would be healthy and energetic and we maybe could have prayed a little less. Um, <laughs> you received but, all those things. Yes. Yeah. But we're good. And the team will get to, they'll get to see her some. I mean, they're in school right now. So she'll be at school all day, every day, but um, she'll be here some in the afternoons and and some at mealtime. So they'll get to see her. Cause, and I'm, it, you guys know the story about like Asbury was the first, they were the first people who saw our child like in person a lot. Really? The day they were leaving, she was born the day before a team left at, from their mission trip. And so I had the bus driver swing by the hospital on the way out of town. And I walked out on a balcony with, you know, 24 hour old Isabella and um, at Robert. I know Robert Mercer still has a picture that he took out of the bus window. Um, and I'm convinced that there's people in Costa Rica that are sure some famous kid was born in Costa Rica in, in San Isidro that day because this, the you know, the people hanging out of the windows of a bus taking pictures of this baby on a balcony. That's awesome. um, so you guys will always have that claim to fame. You were the first first team to meet Isabella. And, oh, I love that. Uh, Robert's going to love that yeah. shout out. <laughs> yeah. So good. Yeah. We're excited to see her and you guys very soon. So. Yeah. Well, thank We're you, excited Will. to see you too. Thank you. It's my pleasure. And safe travels next week. We look forward to seeing you guys. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Bye. Thank you. For more information about CRMP or how you can be part of next year's Costa Rica Mission Group, visit asburybham.org slash international missions. We hope the conversations with Asbury's international missionaries has offered you new insights into ways you can worship, serve, and grow.